Hello, and welcome to Doing Business Right, hosted by Dr. Brian Rea. This is a weekly conversation for business leaders and entrepreneurs who have an invested interest in doing business right. Here's your host, Dr. Brian Rea. It's great to be here, and let's get into it. Again, hello, and welcome to this edition of Doing Business Right as part of the Northwest Arkansas Business Radio X. My name is Dr. Brian Rea, and I'll be your host today. As an entrepreneur and small business owner in Northwest Arkansas, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to help connect our business community together through collaboration and networking. Doing Business Right is a podcast aimed at helping both new and established small business owners as well as those who might be thinking about entrepreneurship. We do this by sharing stories and insights from local business people to encourage strong and efficient small business uh, growth. So today, I am super excited to have my friend and colleague, Jacob Morton, with Blue Anchor, where he does website design, social media management, and graphic design for businesses here in Northwest Arkansas. How are you doing today, Jacob? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Awesome. It's great to have you. I'm, uh, we've been collaborating for a few months now on a couple of different projects, and I just wanted to have him because he's a new entrepreneur himself. He has a, a, a great story, and he has a great product and, and a great message and approach. So I want to share that with our listeners today. So Jacob, so why don't you tell me and our listeners about your story and how you got here? Sure. Um, so a few parts of my background that I can share. Number one is I grew up with music. So um, I think in middle school is, I think I was always kind of musical, like for in one way or another, either tapping on things or mm -hmm. drawing to pianos <clears throat> yep. or whatever growing up. So my parents put me in percussion, actually, in middle school. Um, so throughout school, you know, I was in band. I was in musical things. I was in a couple different bands in high school and college. So music was always a big thing to me. And another thing that was big in my childhood was being online, being connected, kind of being in the online media space, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, just watched a lot of videos on YouTube, and, you know, Netflix and different things growing up, listened to a lot of podcasts, you know, was online with friends doing different things. So being online was a big part of that, too. So I eventually get to college. I was actually a civil engineering major to oh, start, okay. which is very different. Interesting. I liked architecture. <laughs> yeah. OK. You know, whatever. And I had one of my best buddies. He was a computer science guy. Mm. Right. So, you know, we're doing our thing. I think about a year in, year and a half in, um, we're hanging out and I look over and he's coding a game, like a video game. Oh, wow. And okay. it wasn't a full fledged, like this is the next call of duty. <laughs> it yeah. was one of those where yeah. you like type in like, oh, I want to move north or I want to move oh, straight. Okay. okay. Just ba real basic coding. Yeah. Okay. And you can like pick up some gold and you can mm -hmm. go in these dungeons and stuff. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. You can, yeah. You can make this thing, and it's so simple. It just makes made sense to me. Mm -hmm. Like, capture the input for the amount of gold that the user has. And tell them if they ask. I don't know. Something about it was cool to me. And so at that point, I switched. I switched mm -hmm. over to computer science, and you know, from there, I finished school. You know, I've got the these like certificates. And yeah, yeah. I'm ready to code. And I ended up getting a corporate job as a software. They actually hired me on as an intern. I interned okay. there. Um, 
And then they hired me on after a month or two as an engineer, software engineer. Well, that's pretty quick. Sometimes internships take a little bit while. And I expected yeah. it to. I didn't honestly didn't expect a full time position, but they hired me on as an engineer. Awesome. And I do that for about five years, hmm. you know, five and a half years. So, um, yeah, I, I did that. And then toward the end of that is whenever I started thinking about starting my own business. Um, I never thought about it before. I always assumed like business owners, they've <laughs> got like hours and days worth of taxes that they're doing. And it's this whole like thing. Yeah. And you hire yeah. employees and you do all this stuff. And I was like, I would, I just never considered it. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've just worked for people. Um, so whenever I was thinking about what I wanted toward the end of being an engineer, I was wanting to work with people more. It was kind of, I kind of got to this crossroads of either you go down the tech path and be a senior architect engineer mm-hmm. and you study coding frameworks and you study algorithms and you get into that or I wanted to work with people more. Yeah. I okay. I have this tech background and skill set and I wanted to just work with people and collaborate with people and it seemed like in my corporate engineering job um that wasn't really a thing. Mm-hmm. It was and I've always been kind of half introverted and half extroverted. Yeah. yeah. I love being around people, meeting new people. I also love being by just myself kinda, and mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. heads down doing some work. So that's kind of where I landed on thinking about starting my own business. All right. Awesome. So I think, you know, it's, it is interesting because, you know, people who are in the computer world, right. And I think you're totally right. They're either very like, I just want to work on my computer. I am totally content being in office for the next 30, 40 years. And I think to kind of have that realization, you experienced it, you did that. And you're like, maybe there's something else I could do that. There's other interests of, collaboration and people and, and working with that. And I think, you know, that's, that's an important aspect because you grow, right? Because what you thought about at the end of college is maybe different than where you are now. And who knows where you're going to change in the next five years. And so I want to kind of, you know, you know, transitioned into, you know, your ideas of, um, you were talking about like some leadership things, Right. And talking about, you know, how to apply leadership and some things you've taken away from leadership. I'm a huge leadership proponent. Uh, I have a huge music background as well. Uh, I've, I've been a band director. I've been in the military as a leader and understanding that aspect. And maybe that's what kind of drew you wanted to work with people to be a leader, you know, and that collaboration and the leadership. Can you kind of talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. So I would say part of the reason I started looking for a change mm-hmm. in my career was I ran into some really bad leadership. Mm. Um, I ran into, it was just pretty much everything, the whole laundry list, communication, how they planned for projects, just, I mean, how they treated the people under them. Everything was just bad. It was mm-hmm. terrible. And so that opened my eyes to, you know, this is bad. This is a bad form of leadership. And I started thinking about what good leadership looks like to me. Mm -hmm. And I actually have a hobby. I manage a team of around 20 people for, and, you know, we have a couple times a week we get together and do some things. But through that hobby is when I got to kind of put it into action and see if it worked. Yeah. yeah. See how I felt about actually doing the things. Because if you work for a boss, 
you can have all the ideas about leadership you want. You probably think he's doing this and that and this wrong. Oh yeah, which yes. is fine. But you don't. You can't really prove to yourself if those things work until you get to do it. No, I think you're absolutely right there. I think it's so easy when you're an employee to go like, oh gosh, my boss does this. They don't. They do this. Well, I wish they did this. You know, it's very easy to be critical of our leadership of, of somebody else. And then, like you said. So tell me about this experience. So you you said, all right, I want to be a leader, and let me try to implement some of these strategies, some of these things that I've learned. So what are some things that you kind of like, I'm going to make sure I do <laughs> this, or mm-hmm. I am going to avoid doing this? Yeah. The first thing that comes to mind is how you treat the people who work for you. Mm-hmm. Or if you manage a team or lead a team, how do you manage those teammates, the people on the team? And... You know, you see it a lot with things like the restaurant industry. If someone calls in sick, the manager's like, oh, well, you know, you're coming in anyways. Mm -hmm. Or if not, they're saying, oh, you find your replacement or, you know, these bad things are going to happen to you. I think that's terrible. Mm -hmm. If you're sick and you are too sick to show up to work, then the last thing you want to think about is finding your replacement for Mm -hmm. your shift, being pressured into coming in. And so what I've practiced with the people I lead is if they tell me, hey, I'm sick, like last night, you know, I had someone tell me, hey, I've got a migraine, like I can barely see, I'll keep you posted. I was like, no, don't keep me posted. Go like, go relax. (laughs) Like I don't think about this thing. I'll do, it's my job to make sure we have the teammates in the roster we need. Go like, take care of yourself. And so a big part of it is, you know, people have lives outside of, whatever you're Mm. bossing over them for and giving them the space and the time to have a healthy life and then contribute to the team is a big part of it. Yeah. And so I think, you know, coming from that now, now that team member feels like you actually care that you're not just like all just business or work or task oriented. They actually care about the person. And I think it's so, um, when we're in this business world where we're thinking about money and profits and this and that, you know, I'm a bookkeeper. I'm thinking about, right, well, well, what are you doing this? You know, like sometimes you have to remember, how are those people doing? You know, and sometimes in the long run, yes, you might lose some profit today, but that employee's value will increase and give you so much value and profits down the road. Mm-hmm. And I think it's an important, huge lesson to talk about that. And I think, you know, how you treat your clients, how you lead. And so now as a, as a business owner, how does that affect leadership mm. and working with clients and as a leader? Yeah. So if I, so I don't have any employees that work for me for my business. Mm. I just do it myself. If I did, I would implement some of those things I talked about before. Um, but there's a lot of aspects of leadership that apply to what I do in mm. just working because I'm kind of leading the people I'm helping my clients. I'm leading them with whatever I'm helping them with because I am the, um, I'm the expert on what I'm helping them with. And so if they don't know or they're looking for direction or they're looking to buy a service or a product from me, I have to kind of lead that whole thing. Um, and there's different things that you can do to lead the right way and do business right with that. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is being confident in what you know mm, yes. is a big part of leadership. And I think a lot of business owners starting out a lot of smaller business owners um they you know they they have a lot of sources about 
what is good for whatever product or service mm-hmm. you offer. There's a lot of, you're just worried about how is the client going to perceive me, you know, different things like that. Yeah. I have these ideas like, oh my gosh, this is my, you know, I, I'm a new business owner. How, how am I going to have credibility? You know, I don't have all these reviews. Yeah. I don't have all this 20 years of background. How, how are they, this, these doubts, right? But you have to be, you know, confident. You have to like, so, well, yes, I, I can do this. Mm-hmm. You have to remind yourself, you can do this. I can, I know the skill. I can help solve that problem. Yeah, so, exactly. So I think that's a, that's a huge part. And I think kind of going back into like, you know, you're leading your clients because I think so many clients, you know, you do website design. So you get a client who's like, I want a website, <laughs> right? They have no idea. All they know is that there needs to be a website and you're leading them in that process of, okay, well, let's talk about how. How to get there, and and we'll talk a little bit more about that, how, like kind of some of those processes that you do. But again, you're that leader in there, and I think it's taking some of those skills that you took from, um, you know, your corporate life and some of the skills that you know from your outside personal hobbies is like is now applying directly to how you interact with your clients and being in a positive impact, so that your clients are like that was an, a positive experience, instead of going like, hey, I need this product, I need this service, oh, yeah, 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 sure, yeah, and then you just like. Okay, the client's like, okay, thank you, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a huge, great insight. And kind of now talking into going to transition to products and services, right? Um, these ideas of, um, again, we're trying to do business right. And we were talking about some ideas, some very core things that are just kind of just important to, for any entrepreneur or small business to make sure that they incorporate. Uh, let's talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think kind of square one with having your own business or really selling any product or service Mm -hmm. is having an excellent product or service. Mm. And I think this is, you know, a lot of the time overlooked because there's so many aspects to your business. You know, if you've, I watched, so I watched the show kitchen nightmares (laughs) Okay, and, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's with Gordon Ramsay, and they just yeah, and pretty much he will go to a restaurant and sit down as like a normal customer. He will order different dishes off the mm. menu and kind of give his feedback on on them. And something I've learned from watching that show, it's very entertaining. But he always goes back to like, how good is this plate of food in front of me? How good is this restaurant? Like, is the decor like up to date? Is it clean? Is the table I sat down at clean? Am I comfortable? Is this good food? It's very grounded in here's what my client is going to experience. Is it good? Mm-hmm. If I own a gym, is my gym clean? Mm-hmm. Is my equipment effective? Like what problems are my clients running into yes, with using yes. my service? And how can I fix that? Yeah, Because a lot of people are lost in the sauce of branding, is my logo up to date? Is my marketing? I've run these ads. Mm-hmm, All this mm-hmm. stuff. Is your product great? And this is a big nugget of truth that I've run into is word of mouth and references are exponential. Yes. Because if I do an amazing website for one person, they're going to tell all their buddies, hey, this guy, look at my website, pull up my website. This is awesome. All those people are going to either ask you for it or say, hey, to their friends, hey, this website looks awesome. I just mm-hmm. discovered this website. So that's exponential. If I'm cold calling people, every call, best, best case scenario, is one new mm-hmm. client. Yes. That's linear. If I'm putting an ad out, I might put one ad out, it gets 3,000 views, 
that's linear. I just have to put out more. But if I have an amazing product, an amazing service that I've sat down and thought about, um, the reference and word of mouth is exponential. Yeah, exactly. And and on the negative too, right? If you get somebody who was like, that was completely a horrible experience, that was a completely horrible product or service, right? Guess what? They're going to tell all their friends in the same thing. And it goes both ways. Right. And I think that's so important that, you know, don't forget that. And I think that, you know, what you're, you're saying is it, we all talk about those and yes, have great positive great services. Like, no, really think about that, invest that time to reflect and like check your products and services because they do evolve over time. And so speaking about products and services, let's talk about your products and services and specifically what you do with Blue Anchor. Now, I have to ask, because like with Blue Anchor, because when I first met you, and I was like, hey, I'm Jacob Morton. I do, you know, Blue Anchor and I got your business card and it's obviously blue. And, and I was like, Blue Anchor. And I was like, OK, so what's the story of Blue Anchor? Yeah, that's a great question. So <clears throat> I'll tell you a funny nugget with me is if I'm doing anything, if I'm making music for a genre that I'm not really into, if I'm making a logo for a business that's not mine or, you know, Mm -hmm. anything for things that are not mine, I do awesome. I'm great at it. (laughs) But the moment I sit down and I'm like, I want to think of a name or a logo for my stuff, it's just like a blank. Yeah. Isn't that crazy how that works? Yeah. Like like, music I want to make, it's a blank. But anyone else's, it's great. So... I sat down. This took me a while. This took me like a week or two. (laughs) And, you know, there's so many directions you can go with naming your business and having a logo. But all that to say, it's really simple. Okay. My favorite color is blue. I absolutely love blue. So I knew I wanted my logo, at least in my branding, to be blue. And then I love like nautical stuff. It's just cool to me. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, Sailing the Seas, Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm, was my mm-hmm. favorite movies growing there you up. Go. Things like that. So it's really simple. It's just a couple of things I like just kind of put together. And honestly, branding and logo, um, it means a lot, but it also means nothing. Like the word Google. What does the word Google <laughs> even mean? Xerox. <laughs> like, you know, Apple. It's It doesn't really mean much. It's about what you are associating mm-hmm, is exactly. really the branding. So long story short, it's just a couple of things I like. No, that's awesome. And I think, you know, it's fun because when you're an entrepreneur or a small business owner, it's like you can have that personal. It's like, you know what? It's mine. I can name it whatever I want and have that identity, have its own story. You know, you know, DBR has its own story. It's, you know, it's Dr. Brian Rea. You know, that's what I signed for my emails. I want to have that brand. And then I, you know, that evolved into doing business right. And I was just having fun with that because that's part of my identity. I think that's huge. So let's talk about, you know, more of like, so we've kind of into that throughout the show, graphic design and website design. So tell me about what does Blue Anchor do for small businesses? Yeah, or really, or really anybody, right? I guess, um, but really yeah. businesses. Yeah, and I was going to say on the logo and name thing, um, the only downside is it doesn't say what I do, <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. But I, you know, my website says Blue Anchor, and then it says um, websites, social media management, graphic mm-hmm. design. So hopefully yeah. people will pick up on it. But, yeah, what I do primarily is I design websites, build them, handle the hosting and domain Really, you could say, I'm a plumber. I want a great website. Here's my name, and I could give you a great website. You know, I mm-hmm. don't need very much from people. But so I design and build websites. Okay. I manage social media for people and kind of give them consultations on kind of what they could 
improve on and what mm-hmm. they could always be doing for that. Um, and then I do all kinds of graphic design. So I design my business cards, design other people's. I've designed all kinds of social media posts, ads. You know, I did a poster this, you know, this past week, different things like that. So mainly websites, social media, and graphic design. Yeah. So let's talk about websites because, you know, we collaborated. You know, Jacob actually built my website, you know, dvrbookkeeping.com and, and, and constructed that and that process. And I thought it was awesome how you really kind of like talked about me and asking about my my values and, and some of my vision. Can I talk about if I were to work with a, you know, someone who work with your website, what's that kind of initial process? Because I think that's really cool how you did that with me. Yeah. So the first thing I'll say as far as why you kind of had that novel experience is and I've been recommended these too. You see tons, millions of ads for this AI will build your website for you. Here's a company. We'll do your website for 50 Mm. bucks. You know, we'll, you know, there's so many catchy, like good looking, like some AI companies that do websites for people. For me, that feels weird. Like there's other services that I could use from them that I don't because it feels weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's all kinds of those. And what, you know, the, actually the reason I got into this was I did a website for my brother. He has like a farm and he sells premium like meat online uh, locally. And from whenever they went to me for the website, I noticed that I was able to give him a very personal mm, yes. experience. And so there wasn't like a catchy company where he just puts a couple of things into a couple of boxes and they generate a website for him. Like I sat down and we talked about every page and every button mm. and I realized like, wow, I can sit down with people and work with them on a personal level and understand them and their business personally mm-hmm. and build a website with them. And so to answer your question, the first thing I do is I sit down and I just have a conversation with them and I get to know who are you? Like, what is your product or service? How are you trying to help people? And what is kind of your vibe? Like, yeah, I want to understand you before <laughs> I try to try to serve you. you yeah. Know? Cause, cause you get it. Cause your website is the kind of like that digital face of that person or company. So of course you have to like, well, who is that? I want, you want to accurately reflect that personality, that person, their values and what they're doing. And I think that's a, a very uh, a great thing, very effective and powerful, especially in the world of AI it's, it's everywhere. And it's like, well, let's work with a person who can really collaborate and get those ideas and put that really personal touch to the website design process. And I think um, I really encourage people to check out uh, what Jacob's doing because I think it's a, an awesome approach between leadership, right, how he treats his clients, that respect and then having a great quality product, right? And then being personable and about that product, right? So there you have everybody, Blue Anchor. I know that his business doesn't say the title of what AI does, but it's website design, uh, graphic design, and social media. Go check it out. Um, where is their website? It is blueanchornwa.com. There you go. And there you have it. So uh, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Adam uh, Robinson. Uh, he's our collaborative partner and our producer for our show. And what he's doing here is amazing here in Northwest Arkansas. And if you're listening to this, you are part of a movement of growth here. It's very exciting. And if, if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur, have you ever thought about reaching out to clients and customers in a different medium? Maybe you haven't thought about from traditional uh, advertising. Do you want to share your insights about your 
industry? Or do you just want to like host a, a business podcast about what you're doing? Here, we have an opportunity here in North Arkansas to do that. And Adam, I'm going to give it to you to, to share about what this awesome thing we're having here. Thanks so much, Brian. For those of you that aren't familiar with Business Radio X, this is a national brand that extends 21 stations from North Carolina all the way to Hawaii. And uh, there's even an office in London, England, so I guess we're an international brand. And what we do is we allow businesses to come on the air, tell their story, tell their superpower, and how they make life for their customers, and perhaps even life in Northwest Arkansas just a little bit better because they're here. Brian is bringing us a podcast today called Doing Business Right. If you think that doing a, a podcast would help move the needle in your business or perhaps get some attention that you need, maybe it's time to rethink the way you spend your marketing dollars. Because I'm telling you, as Jacob was referring to earlier, the powerful, the most powerful type of referral is that person-to-person, mouth-to-mouth referral. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what you get when we share these podcasts on social media. So I want you to go ahead, check us out. Continue to listen to what Brian and Jacob have to say today, and uh, hopefully we'll be doing business with you here very soon. Brian? Thank you, Adam. I appreciate it. So back to Jacob, I want to come back to you just for some final thoughts. We had a great conversation you know, about your journey and about what's going on, and what are your some final thoughts about doing business right? Yeah, uh, the last thing I'll kind of leave with people with is if you want to do business right and improve and have an excellent business i think you just need to be real and never be too good to accept client feedback you know if you're managing people never be too good to hear about ways you can improve as a leader and just kind of be real with yourself so um i want to say to people out there if you're starting a business or um, you're kind of in the throes of managing your own business like feel free to like email me or call me you don't have to buy you know buy my stuff <laughs> but, um but just feel free to talk to me i'd love to meet new people so um yeah thanks yeah exactly just be real right be real with yourself and be willing to just take all these experiences both great and bad mm-hmm. and grow from it and i think it's a, a a wonderful piece of advice here from you know a new entrepreneur a young man who's definitely i see going some really great places so i'm super excited to have him anyway Let's wrap it up here. Thank you so much for tuning in to Doing Business Right. I hope you found this valuable um, insights on implementing good business practices and generating innovative ideas to foster the the development and growth of of your enterprise. For further knowledge on effective business practices, as well as seeing other episodes, visit my website, created by Jacob here in Blue Anchor, at dbrbookkeeping.com. Stay updated with the latest tips and news and liking and following me on Facebook and LinkedIn on DBR Bookkeeping as well. If you're interested in sponsoring a podcast or seeking advertising opportunities for your business, don't uh, don't hesitate to reach out to me or Adam about how we can help you and we'd be thrilled to collaborate with you and promote your venture. Our podcast is growing and with this, uh, the business community, providing an excellent platform to connect and with fellow entrepreneurs in Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Dr. Brian Rea, and I wish all entrepreneurs and business owners the utmost success by doing business right. Thank you for listening to Doing Business Right. For more information about Doing Business Right with Dr. Brian Rea, visit our website at dbrbookkeeping.com.
www.thepowerofpowerpodcast.com. 